I shaved my beard. Because you think it makes you look younger now. And yeah, it does. Well, I'm told it does. that it does. I think so. And that is a, something that is important to me, I guess. I don't feel my age, so... Nobody does. No, they don't. Well, unless... Is, is you know, that true? Yeah, is well, that true? No, no some people <laughs> revel in age, too. Some people what? Revel in their old age. They revel in age. Revel in mm. it. And beard is actually a... In some cultures, tell me if I'm wrong. No, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> in some cultures, I believe that just a reference to the beard is is an age uh, comment. Absolutely. Mm. The, and... Okay. and the beard becomes a symbol for wisdom, no, for symbols. age. Yeah, confu- I don't happen to live in one of those cultures. <laughs> That's why you shave. That's exactly <laughs> the right. gray beard, you got rid of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you look at depictions of Confucius, he's always portrayed mm. with a long mm. beard. Yes. Mm. Because he's older. And, and also in Chinese culture, long earlobes uh. also indicate age and wisdom. Well, okay. I did grow my earlobes longer. Did you pull on them? Did you make them nice and long? I do. Yeah. yeah. They look good. I yeah. let the, I let the kids uh, swing on them, the grandkids swing on them. <laughs> yes. Which doesn't make me sound old at all. <laughs> no. The grandkids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better than your neighbor. You know, well, if you uh, don't have grandkids. Well, we won't talk about if that. If you're too young yeah. to have grandkids, you're not going to invite your neighbor to pull on your earlobes. <laughs> Well, well it depends on the might. neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be fun. But Confucius is also depicted. Strange as having... pictures just ran through my head. It was really weird. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, Con- it's okay. Can we go back to Confucius yeah. again? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the beard, uh-huh. the long earlobes, yeah. and long fingernails. Mm, okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Because that way it indicates that he was not only old and wise, but he was well to do mm. and of a certain class because he never had to do manual labor because you can't do manual With labor. With long fingernails. Oh. Sure. Sure. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Or play the piano. Yeah. Right. Too. Yeah. It become difficult. Yeah. So he never played the piano. That's what we know about him. That's that's all we need to know. Good enough. All Moving right. on. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a cultural piece to all Is this. Is there? What? Yes. Son of a gun. Because. What, what could we know about that? <laughs> I'm Dean Foster. I'm Tom Peterson. Oops. Your culture showing. And we also have Torin in the studio with us. We yes. do again. My God, again. he's wearing out his welcome. I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah. Now, <laughs> hello. I don't know if this is going to be of, of anything we're talking about here is of interest to him because I don't know if it's of interest to anybody for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> because we're talking about the whole issue of age and getting older and. Mm. Torrent yeah. doesn't understand that. I'm a youngin. That's right. He's a, just a kid. <laughs> just a kid. <laughs> I'm three years old. That's well, <laughs> and amazing, actually. It's and first Thank of you. all, he's gone through puberty, so that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, right there. Don't ask questions. Well, no. I, I, I think there is, indi- you know, there is statistics that puberty is happening at a younger age. <laughs> that's good. Good point. Yes. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we'll talk about younger ages in a future podcast. Yes, let's do that. But uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about all, uh, the elderly, which and I think is a, elders. Just kind of a horrible word. Elders, yeah, elders seems a little more, more respectful. respectful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so why do we have to qualify elder and elders with elderly? You know, the, the Lee part mm. makes it, to me, I, I'm thinking the Lee part also disqualifies the, el- the, 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 the value of the elder. I, I feel my mind... Interpret that as almost derogatory. 
Yeah. There right? is a derogatory. Whereas in many other cultures, I'm sure that would not be someone's first inclination. Well, that's the cultural piece to this discussion. Oh, oh we no. finally got there. Different cultures <laughs> interpret the value of the elder yeah. differently. Yeah. What do you mean by that? You know, the fact that we say elderly almost says, well, we really can't call you an elder because that's not good. In yeah. our culture, to be old is really not good. Yeah, which is, I think it's unfortunate. And and, and so elderly kind of like makes it a little bit okay because you're already going into not okay territory by being of a certain age. So you're elderly and... You're like old, but you're really not old. Okay. Oh, is that what that means? Okay. You're elder-esque. <laughs> you elder-esque. are, if you, oh, oh if, because elder and older... I mean, if if you're older, what does that mean? It's reference to who else we're talking about, right? I mean, yeah. if if I'm older, am I older than you? And but if I'm an elder, what does that make me? If I'm not in the Mormon religion, which is um, an elder, is a different. It's a title. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. See that's you know, like we're saying that seems like it's like a that's title, important. Respectful yeah, title exactly. Someone's prominent as an elder, like but you, that's you've the point. matured Sage. into something. You've yes. just hit it. We don't respect it in this yeah. culture. Right. Typically. In U.S. American culture. That's right. It seems to be. Yeah. So it's elderly, you know, it, it can, you know, sort of almost stand in for maybe feeble. That's right. right. That's yeah, right. Something That's along those weak. Lines. Weak. Yeah. yeah. And non Which is unfortunate. And fundamentally non-productive. Right. 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 It's about, yeah. In, in, fact, work, work. in fact, worse than non-productive. Causing expense, mm-hmm. requiring, requiring assistance, support, a burden. and a burden. Right, right, yeah. right. Which is unfortunate. And, yeah, and I, you're yeah. and you're and you're approaching the ultimate taboo, which is death. Right. No, right. nobody's supposed to die. Nobody and really does. No one's talking. Every about time that. it does happen, it's a surprise. It yes. shouldn't have happened, but it did. Right. You know, it, it, that's the ultimate taboo in this country. Right. And and it, it's very interesting to talk about why do we not value the elders? And by the way, I want right. to qualify this. I think every individual listener is going to say, "Oh no, I respect my elders." You know, right. sure. So individuals have feelings about this that are contrary to the the reality of the society right. as a whole. Right. The reality of the society as a whole is that elders are disrespected. And I, I think the defining um, moment is when you're non-productive. Mm. When you're declared non-productive. Yeah. By some measure. Which seems okay. like it's getting pushed later and later, right? As, as more and more of us get into older age. Yeah, I think right? it is. Seems I like think it is. That used to be... In your 40s, and then now it's, you know, well, in 60s, the US. 70s, going, yeah, right, and I'm talking in the US, specifically, yeah. right? Right. There, I think there's there's a lot of discussion. Pushed. There's a lot of discussion right. about that as to yeah. as retirement ages and things like that, because people are living longer, and they expect the people who are just the boomer age, the baby boomer age, who is coming into that age time, age bracket, that they are going to live even longer than the people right. that were before them. Right. So it's in that case, is a person at 65 retiring? Does that make sense anymore? And But if right. they're not, I think we get to the point of what does that mean to elders? What are we thinking about in this country? What 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 does it look like in the world? And are the, what are the ramifications of that? And do they differ? Or is it a pretty, you know... Uh, 
binary issue. I think you used the term, Dean, before, binary issue where you've got – it's some places they, they respect the people who are older because of the knowledge they've acquired and so forth. And in others, they find them a burden, which is what we're talking about primarily in the Well, United I States. think from a global perspective, from a 40,000-foot view, yeah. I, it appears to me to be very binary, that mm. there are there is this separation. Most cultures, most cultures are valuing their elders in some way at, at a societal level. Yeah. Um, and then there are some cultures, like the U.S., where we're really not. Mm. Right. It suddenly become a burden, and we don't know what more, to do with you. So and the better. and the more we can put you in the corner, the the better for everybody. Yeah. But um, then, if you take a closer look, then how do how does this manifest itself, culture by culture? Yeah. How do these cultures that value their elders differ in the valuing itself? Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. and, right? And yeah. and. Some some of those cultures are going to, they have social systems in place, they have economic systems in place, mm-hmm. where where the elders are supported, um, but in other cultures it goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. They are integrated into the society in roles that they're capable of of performing post retirement. I'm thinking of a situation in the Netherlands, for example, where mm-hmm. they have lots of social policies and government policies as well. Um, some of these programs are government run, some of them are just socially run, but but they mm-hmm. but it's built into the society where if you're an elder, let's say in some support facility, mm-hmm. there are programs for the generations to come together and support each other. So um, students, college students, I think, can take time off from college um, and live and work in the um, in the adult facility of these older people so that the older people get the benefit of having young people around and then the young people have the benefit of the, uh, of listening to the wisdom mm. and uh, of, of the elders. Yeah, and and it huh. and it it helps both groups, right? right? Sure. Um, and, and again, I I can't help but compare that to the 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 problems that we have in the U.S. of of respecting the elders and valuing their contribution. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Not only are they shuttled to the side and seen as an expense, but but the wisdom. That they have to offer right. is ignored. Yeah, it's often devalued. Right, and the uh, the fact that families desperately need the support of grandparents because both yeah. parents are working. Oh uh, yeah, and 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 so they need help, and yet. It, it doesn't exist. They're not living together as a nuclear unit. It's hard for me even to imagine a type of government program, program like you're describing in the Netherlands being here in the U.S., which makes me sad because, like you're saying, there's a lot that there's a lot that the youth, the youth can gain gain from elders, and and elders can impart to youth, and I think that'd be great. Well, yeah, you, you know, the, the, it was. I think it it this started with the collapse of the nuclear family hmm. in in modern times. Because prior to that, 99% of the, of, of the history of the human race is that we live together with our grandparents, our parents, mm-hmm. all, you know, go, going family. back to the cave. Yeah. The extended family, the aunts, the uncles, all of them, yeah. we all live together. So that when, when the parent couldn't stand the crying baby anymore 
or the six crying babies anymore. You can give them over to an aunt. You can give them over to the grandparent. Right. There's somebody there who can help out. Right. And and everybody was helping everybody out. Right. We, we, we in a just romanticized did that with, version. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my niece and nephew and... And your grandchildren, my yeah, my grandchildren. They they, we just we just had them for a few days um, with us, and their other grandparents had them for the other days. Other so half the week, their, so yeah, the parents had a week had off. A week off. <laughs> And um and, and to themselves you can really week. use that when your parents are <laughs> coming out of the pandemic <laughs> like this. And how mm. for, how fortunate you, that everyone was able to do that. Right, right. right. Exactly. We're in a position to be able to do that. Have yeah. the resources to do yep. that. Have yep. the health to be able exactly. to do right. that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When you start to look at it a little more microscopically, we start to see some some situations, and I I want to. I think one of the areas is there are there are places that will cultures that will give qualities to a human who has gotten older because they're older mm-hmm. and and they don't necessarily deserve it even though they're older and or they might but it's I mean just... it's hard to say that in this country because it's so much the opposite here yeah but but, it, but I'm I'm sure that that is part of of it too they certainly acquired knowledge in in certain areas can be extremely helpful. Right. And I know that from the years that I've lived, that that I there's certain things that I just live through and have or have been exposed to often enough that you you absorb that information and you can spit it back out almost like it's not a big deal, but to younger people it is something they had no idea about. Especially at your age, you know quite a bit. All right. <laughs> See, there it is. There it is. Um, I say that with the utmost respect. Oh yeah, mm, sure. You mean the utmost. I'm sorry, your microphone just the, cut out. Oh no, yeah. you mean the utmost privilege. Yes, yeah. that, right. that too. That's right. <laughs> I can still whoop you. Well, I think you're raising a really important point, an interesting point too, which is that if we're not valuing wisdom. Why are we not valuing wisdom? Now, I think part of the reason is because we become so quantitative in our process of evaluating. Yes. Uh, of, of, of valuing, sorry. In the U.S.? In the U.S. Uh-huh. Yeah. That valuing wisdom is hard to quantify. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, and, and, and so it's much easier just to dispel with the whole need for it. Uh-huh. You know, and if we can quantify it, if there's an algorithm, or make fun of it, if there's an algorithm for it, okay, great. Yeah. Well, there's a th- in the United States, there's the term "I'm having a senior moment," which means which doesn't mean I'm having I- I'm having a, w- a wisdom epiphany. No, no, it means I forgot where I put my I'm, coffee. Cup. That's right, right. I- I'm forgetting things. I'm thinking, and it's like that's the only people who do that. But in reality, right. There no, no. there's no nothing scientific that backs that up right. at all. No, I forget stuff all the time. All the time, because and I never think well at the senior moment. Right. Just think I'm, you don't start paying this. attention to it until you're put into a position where the culture says now you need to pay right. attention you're to it. You're losing your memory because you're losing the brain. Except mm-hmm. if you go look at some of the most recent neurological studies, you will see that they were wrong most of the time <laughs> and they were saying that the brain once losing certain cells could never never regain them and so on and so forth and the brain has gone nah mm, and and also is seeing that does 
the brain lose the capacity to remember things? And here's an interesting thing that I read not long ago that they were saying about about that um, and about retaining information. And they were saying, yes, it does appear that it is sometimes more difficult to remember certain things in older people than it is in younger or even considerably younger people. And yet, when they tried to manage to try to narrow down why that might be, the, the, I think the number one reason became because the older person had so many memories mm-hmm. that it was sorting through more stuff. That makes sense. Exactly. And Which it, takes a little bit longer when exactly. you, mm-hmm. when you open the file. And right. the harder they tried yep. to do it, the harder it was to do. Sure. And, and I can tell you from some of the things that I've been involved with in, in uh, uh, coaching others and stuff like that, that if that is exactly how our brains work, mm. they, if, you, if you say, like, try to remember where your glasses are. <laughs> or or where your keys are. And the more you try, the less likely you are to even find those mm-hmm. things. Well, you know, I it has it's been established that at any age, one of the, the one right. of the one of the definitions of the senior moment is short term memory goes, but long term memory is there. Hmm. And well, yeah, it's going to be different if you're younger because you just don't have that you much long term. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, you remember yeah. last Tuesday. Right. There's not so, as many rooms in the mind palace to right, right. Sherlock reference. Thank you, Sherlock. You're welcome. And so when why are you don't... coming back for another season? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so why is it that in, in the U.S. culture, we don't have the time to let somebody go through the file? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what? Because you mentioned this word before, ease. ease. It's easier. It's easier to mm. lump people together. It's easier and for any reason. But this ageism is easier to deal with in a sense of being derogatory mm. because it's just easier to do that. It's yeah. easier to do that. With, again, we can look at any almost all the isms like that, and, they, and it's all just yeah. lumping people into a category and saying, well, this is – and I will tell you that late-night comedians on a regular mm. basis sure. do jokes about age. Right. Almost every single night. Maybe. I mean, I'll name. And we don't think much about and it. I'm, yeah. And I hope that he – contacts us um <laughs> but a guy i briefly met stephen colbert does oh, yeah does a an age joke in just about every every monologue stop doing it steven okay by the way i haven't heard from you in a long time um <laughs> yeah you did a whole segment with him yeah i did i did in 2003 no 2001 2001 okay. yeah 2000 summer of 2001 yeah yep. okay yeah, it's a so, long time. Uh, Look know, it up on YouTube. Yes, that's right. I'm out there. <laughs> in, in businesses, and and because we're always looking for, to quanti- to be able to quantify things and justify decisions that we make yeah. quantitatively, hmm. you can't quantify the wisdom that somebody who's 70 or 75 years old but wants to remain active in the business right. can offer. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And it also, by giving them a seat at the table... You're taking up space from somebody else, right? And so it's move e- out of the way, yeah, old man. I, I think you're. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. That we, this is a big generalization, but I, I think applies in U.S. culture. We really value work productivity, and so right. If you can't be as productive, that you don't hold as much value. And if it's taking you a little longer to work through the files to give you an right. answer to something that Maybe that is not quick. part of your experience, right. right? Then I don't understand the answer anyway because I don't have that wisdom. Yeah. Right. And also, in, we're living Which in a culture- Which is not a good business decision, by the way. No, mm. no. No. And we're also living in a culture that does not, does not learn from its past. 
<laughs> in fact, it because it's you've talked about this many times, Dean. Where it's a culture that in the United States that looks forward, looks at the present, looks right. forward, and that's what it promotes. Right. So someone comes along who has now lived a period of time and can go, wait a minute. We already went through something like this, mm-hmm. and we screwed it up then in this manner, so we should be careful of this. Well, what do we do about history? We have a saying in the U.S. It's history. That means forget, forget about, about it. Forget about it. Right. Yeah. It's expendable. So the old wise person is bringing in history. Yeah. Well, this is what happened when we I was We don't in care what happened, situation. old man. Exactly. Yeah. So, Dean, you yeah. mentioned the Netherlands example. Are there other examples yeah. you know of where uh, a, a society and maybe even a government, you really see them valuing the, the elders? Well, as societies, you know... <laughs> what do you mean by that? Current, <laughs> current, <laughs> you know what I mean. current government policy or activities or even social policy um, maybe comes from the government, maybe it comes from the institutions in society. Yeah. But that's always a reflection of the deeper culture. Right, right, right. right. Sure. So... All throughout Africa, you've got, for example, and, and much of Asia, we're looking at very old civilizations or very old cultures that have maintained themselves in some fashion up to the present. Mm-hmm. You've got um, these traditions that go back so far that government policy and social policy, even today, has to consider these issues. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, for example, in, in many cultures in Africa, uh, the elder has a has a place in the society almost independent of the authority the the government authority mm. so if you're doing anything in africa you need to consult the marabou you uh, need to consult the elder uh-huh. you need to consult um, the Council of Elders, mm-hmm. and these groups exist. These are cultural institutions that yeah. have been around for uh, thousands of years in mm-hmm. some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, no matter what you try to do with the, with the bureaucrat behind the desk who represents the government, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. It's not going to fly. Right. <laughs> nothing's going to These guys have ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. And by the way, guys, they, in most cases, some cases gals too. Right, but unfortunately, probably yeah, all right. not because a, these, not are, these, all are also, guys, these are also right. patriarchal the societies. Yes, in right. many ways. Right, right. So, the power of the elder, in reality, at the end of the day, in these cultures, is profound. Mm. It, it's almost independent of government authority. Yeah, and the government wisely knows that they can't get anything done without these guys too. Right, because that's part of the culture. Right. Now, did you encounter any of that, um, Torin, when you were in uh, Jordan, when you were saying, did you? I did. Yeah, I I encountered it in my school. So I was a, I was in the Peace Corps. So for previous listeners may be aware that I <laughs> was in the Peace Corps in Jordan, 2009, 2011. Um, and I taught in the school, I taught English. And so I, you know, I was... Amongst the other teachers and, um, uh, you know, was getting to know them more and more in the first few months that I was there. But when I initially got to my to my village and was working in my school, I noticed that the school day technically went till about 2.30 in the afternoon. But there were there were five prayers in the day, you know, in, uh, Islamic um, community, country, m- mostly. Um, and so there would be a roughly midday prayer. And then after that, so maybe about 12.30, most of the teachers would go home. And most of the students, would, because most of the teachers were gone, would also go home. And I was very, I was very confused by it. I, I didn't, didn't understand the origins of it. And finally, I came to realize from getting to know 
the teachers more and more that the vast majority of the teachers were going home to tend to the elders were t- going home to tend tend to their their older relatives who needed you know medicine or need to be brought from uh, to a certain place or to go get groceries for you know uh, and so it was a, a big big priority on tending to the family and especially the older relatives that that took priority that they needed enough time in the day to be able to sufficiently do that because as you were talking about dean the extended family oftentimes was all living together right and so and, there are multiple members of the family who had different roles to to you know to take care of one another and for a period of time in even in modern times um you had the role of government the, the one of the roles of government was to was to create social social policy that would allow for the protection of the elders mm-hmm. who needed protection. And, and I will say that was not unusual to my school. That was con- amongst, uh, you know, the different Peace Corps volunteers who I talked to, that was happening in every single school. So it was sort of, the government understood that We'll say that the school day will technically go until 2.30, but yeah, around 12.30, that's really the actual end of the school day because right. there's things to do in the family. Yeah. Right. And and you don't have the social systems in a, in a, in a country like Jordan where the government can provide, can assist. Right. I, I, maybe there are some, but, but, but substantially they really can't. Right. So you have to have some way where, mm-hmm. you, where the people can take care of their elders, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting, you know, most of the world is still engaged in that, in that conversation about what do we do with mm-hmm. our elders and how do we create systems of support for them, those who need it. You know, yeah. that's I that the discussion here in the U.S. is often about just how do we get how, how do we Where put them in a the corner? Where can we store them? Where can we right. put yeah, them? Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, and have we got any room for them? And and how much does it cost? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And right. and actually coming up with arguments as to why maybe we shouldn't have to do that at all. Yeah. I mean, it's a very real situation. And in, in, in this country, that's a very because in the, in Jordan, they've got a system. You know, you yeah. can say at least okay, they've, got a, they've got a system. Yes. They've got a system, right? And and here we're we're trying to figure it out. You're right. We we out in essence outgrew a system, and um and now the generations have gone by that no one alive really has a recollection of that time. So what do you do about that? Yeah, you can argue it's not exactly a growth. And right, <laughs> well, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. But well, growth comes whether it's good or bad. Right, that's so, true. Yeah, and, and we can depends just, on how you look at it. It depends yeah. on how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it what's interesting I just think at this stage um of of at this time rather it's it's seeing people of a what I would say at, for currently is a very advanced age. I don't know by the time I get there that we will be considering it that by the time you get there? Yeah, by the time I get okay. Oh, oh really? We want to go there? <laughs> oh, we went there. Oh, okay. Cheap joke. I think we are. Joke. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. See, it's funny. Says the other I'm, I'm a fancy book Colbert. Please yeah. come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steve O. Um, and anyway, we, yeah, I just, I just think that that you see people close to or at one hundred, and are still doing stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, we lost Betty White, the actress, right? Uh, but Betty White was active up mm-hmm. until that point. Yep. Um, it, it's Norman Lear who yep. um, has been around for. I, I think he worked with Moses. I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think right. And I guess, I think Norman is something like 98 years old. I think he just old, turned 100. Like did he just turn oh, 100? Okay. And and he is still active, actively producing. Well, see, and, we revere those who can stay productive. Well, well that's, then that's true. That's, then that's, that's not a true. problem. No, that's not the problem. That's very true. That's a good yep. point. It's, it's, you're right. It's the people who do need assistance 
in that in at that point. And and that's the other thing too. And I know I know we're getting into areas that are, are medical decisions and scientific decisions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but they're also governmental and personal ones where people have to have to look at it. What do you do with people? And is that is it the is that the ability to live longer is that also bringing about greater problems because more of those people are suffering from things that happen to people who live longer or may happen to people who live longer don't necessarily happen dementia alzheimers right. and other things like that where they're there but they're not really there right and to what degree yeah there's the there's the argu- continual argument and it will continue for a long time around to what degree should an individual or family members have autonomy over end of life Right. 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 And that's, that's a tricky That's a tricky, a tricky question because yeah. it can be reinterpreted as establishing criteria for life and death. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which exactly. Then, which then can represent different agendas. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a sure. sticky wicket. Yeah, very, very sticky. Mm-hmm. But yeah. different cultures do have very, very different approaches to this issue, which is reflective of the deeper mm. cultural values that exist in that culture. Yeah, have been around for a long time. And the deeper cultural values in this culture, in the U.S., have very little to do with valuing um, unquantifiable wisdom mm-hmm. and social responsibility for different groups of people. You In this society... Making society responsible for select groups of individuals is very, very difficult because this is a very individualist society. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. A very meritocratic, meritocratic society. Mm-hmm. Easy for you Compared to say. With collective. Yes. But that was hard. Right. Meritocratic, meritocratic. Yeah. Meritocratic, <laughs> Uh-oh. Meritocratic. <laughs> it's going to unplug him again. <laughs> Restart him. <laughs> um, I just need to Semantic point out. Semantic satiation. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of words, I need to point out before I forget that before starting this this episode, we were talking about elder versus elderly. I think we, without even realizing, got into grammar time. Grammar time? Grandma time? <laughs> grandma time. Wow. Grandma time. Grandma time. Grandma time. Everybody loves grandma, grandma time. time. Maybe. Maybe not. What about, what about grandpa time? No. Sorry, grandpa. grandpa. Time. Oh, no. Okay. You're out. <laughs> All right. Get out, old man. <laughs> Here's the dangerous thing. They've created things like podcasts. And how old, <laughs> how old can you go and have a podcast? You know? What do you got to do? Somebody well, shoves a microphone. No age, there is no age limit. Nope. And they shove a microphone in front of your face, and idiots Should like us be? can be sitting here Should doing it. <laughs> well, there might be. Yeah, we may have to really pull the plug on them. Sure, your microphone's plugged in, Grandpa. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> See, we're making cheap jokes. Yeah, very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> got, what do you mean it wasn't on the entire time? Um, well, I think it's we've solved this problem. I think we got it. Good. Right? If only. If only. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, thank you, Dean Foster. A pleasure, Tom Peterson. And thank you, Torin, and for coming in and, and giving us such great wisdom. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Even though you're a that. young little whippersnapper a, who don't know. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> I'm a young whippersnapper. That's right. I have a little pinwheel on my hat. You do. That's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Why, you, is something in your throat? Uh, oh, no. Well... <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. You know, do you know why it's different around the world and how they treat people of advanced ages? Because, um, oops, oops. Your, your culture, culture showing. showing. Smell ya.
Okay, listen. The way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is Oops Culture Show. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, you should really subscribe. That's the best way to go, really. Honestly, I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribe. Thank you.